Talking Pro is all about getting to know the professionals behind the IT world. In today's episode, we have Telepro's own CEO, Jesse Rodriguez. Now, before we begin, please do me a favor and tell your friends and colleagues to subscribe to Talking Pro. Your support and word of mouth will help grow and bring more awareness to these dedicated professionals. Thank you. Mr. Jesse Rodriguez, how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have the opportunity to have you here at Talking Pro. We have, uh, you know, since joining Telepro, it has been quite an eye-opening to discover how large of a customer base you have. And I understand that you all started this business 25 years ago. Yeah, 26 years ago. 26 yeah. years ago. So tell me about that. How did that start? Well, um, I guess 26 years ago, my dad started Telepro. But before that, he used to work for the Carnese company. And he was just... Uh, he started with the what old technology used to be, which is, you know, data runs and um, sound systems and stuff like that. Um, clearly, technology has evolved from here to then. But it's just been a journey, to be honest with you, um, from the beginning of where he started and how he started. And, you know, from him being himself to getting one technician, two technicians and and then being able to he was able to manage, you know, from the accounting all the way to the work being done itself to now what we have is is a great team, right? We have over 140, 150 technicians and I mean, and growing and growing. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, as I understand it, the solutions that you all have offered from the past to today, how has that changed? We started when we started with Telepro Communications, we started, you know, doing your typical network cabling, your infrastructure um to your sound system right your typical analog sound system right and slowly but surely we evolved right um everything evolved from copper to fiber so we started implementing the fiber infrastructure and then um clearly all your copper cabling went from your category three to category five to category six now you're at 6a which is a 10 gig to the outlet so that's evolved itself we've evolved with that but we've also evolved with adding additional verticals, which are, for example, we started adding um, video surveillance. Mm -hmm. We started adding access control. We started adding um, the AV has just gone off the roof. Yeah, it's not analog anymore. If you're still doing analog, clearly everybody's trying to get away from the analog. So everything's uh, everything is uh, just a simplified solution that can can be that can be uh, easily managed mm -hmm. and networked. So you, you know, AV has evolved dramatically. Um, then you have fire alarm, you have intercom, you have access control, and all those other solutions. I think the biggest thing that we've tried to do with the industry, because we're able to capitalize on all these different verticals, is the connection between them all. Right. The interconnection between them all and see how how we're able to connect fire to your digital signage, to your video surveillance, to your access control. So it's been interesting, to the say the least. The simplicity of having the opportunity with some of our customers that don't have, you know, a full fledged staff to monitor, you know, just the alarm system, someone to just monitor the AV. You have limited staff with a lot of the customers that, that we have that need simplified solutions for manageability. So uh, uh, to your point, it's it's important that 
Telepro has continued to evolve with the technological advances and making sure that we are keeping the forefront of top-of-the-line manufacturers, best-in-breed solutions for long-term commitments in their investments. Would you agree? Yep, absolutely. I think that's been my biggest commitment is bringing technology down to South Texas. That's that's the one thing that I capitalized early on in when I started, um, you know, kind of taking over the Telepro role. I met with a lot of engineers and end users, and I wanted to know the why. What's what's missing? What's happening in the industry? Why are we not evolving at the speed that everybody else is? And one of the engineers made a very good point to me. He says, Jesse, there's a line from about San Antonio down where technology stops. True. So what, you know, and I asked him what that meant. He goes, the problem is that every time that they try to implement a higher, better technology, mm-hmm. um, they were having to bring companies from North Texas or a different place of, of, of Texas, sometimes. yeah, out of state, right. and try to implement these 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 uh, technologies. Well, the problem with that is technology always needs service. Correct. So bringing and having to have people come and do service for these items, sometimes it's something as simple as resetting a remote or whatever the case might be, was just a hassle. So people strayed away from having these new technologies implemented because of that. So that's where I started, you know, grabbing into that and saying, hey, you know, I got to build a team Mm -hmm. that we're able to not only implement, but service these, these technologies. Exactly. With all of the manufacturers that we we support, our technicians are certified and trained. What what exactly does that? Um, how do we support that with our team? I think learning is is the key to success, especially in this industry. Mm-hmm. I think learning, um, having my guys learning, always learning the new thing. You know, technology is evolving. So if you don't evolve with it, you stay behind. And I think a lot of the things that happen to companies in South Texas, and I can probably say throughout you know Texas or whatnot, is that the evolve. Right. You have to evolve because if you don't continue to educate yourself or your technicians, you're as strong as your technicians. Correct. You know, so if you don't continue to educate them, you're not going to be able to implement the latest thing. Somebody else is going to implement it. And once that starts happening, you just start falling behind. You know, it's like uh, it's um, I like to see it more like um, it's like modular. Right. If you don't learn the first step, you're not going to learn the second step. Exactly. So. No, I agree. And I, I get to meet, you know, a lot of the manufacturers that come down to visit with us and. They have nothing but amazing things to say about the technicians and the team that we have and the support that we have and we provide to so many of our customers, uh, which is why they continue to come back and making sure that not only are they buying local, but they're supporting local businesses as well, which is really important. I know we we do the same thing when it comes to making sure that we are cultivating a community that continues to thrive and evolve, building commerce here uh, within our own uh, vicinity. I think it's, it's important uh, and and such a, a tribute to you and your family because of the fact that from where you started 26 years ago and the evolution of Telepro today with the sister companies of, you know, Safeguard and Power and so forth. I mean, it just goes to show that, you know, supporting local, helping our community thrive, building those opportunities for individuals to have uh, an opportunity to grow with with the company and learn these new technologies, it's it's really important, and and I applaud you and your family for that. Yeah, it's been it's been um, it's been interesting. I think that has been one of the biggest things is that learning curve of getting technicians 
to understand the technologies that exist and, you know, building them from there. Because, I mean, you we started in an industry or in an area where it was very limited. So mm-hmm. being able to do that and building the team that we we're able to build is probably what my biggest, uh, my biggest uh, success, I like to say, is... Uh, is a team that we're able to build. You know, we got great managers, great technicians, great uh, just leadership across the board. So, you know, and I see, you know, everybody helping each other, trying to, they don't have that um, old uh, thought process of don't show somebody because they might take your job. They have the process, they have, they're more helpful. They want to teach everybody what to do, how to do things and see them evolve, you know. So it's it's been, it's been fun it to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Well, I understand that, you know, sometimes working with family can get a little interesting. What has been your experience working with family? No, I mean, I don't think it's interesting at all. I think, you know, especially with telepro communications or everything that we have is it's 100 percent strictly business. Yeah. You know, it's not there's no dad, brother, nothing. Right. It's 100 percent business. And, and that's how we see it. It's you know what I mean? Everybody's got a job to do and everybody's uh you know, held accountable for everything that they do. So, I mean, but one of the things that we've learned from early on, you know, on a, from my dad and my mom, in a sense, is hard work. So luckily, we all have that, you know, trait is that everybody, you know, works their butts off, right. you know. So I think, uh, you know, it, it, it's it been it's been fun, though. It's fun, you know. Um, it's never a dull moment. I mean, I, what I say when I say interesting, it's like the dynamics of everyone, even your dad, you know, semi-retired, not wanting to retire because he sees the growth within the company. It's like, wow, like you don't want to let it go. You don't want to stop. I mean, Telepro continues to grow even outside of the Valley, of course. We're always in Corpus Christi. We outreach out to to San Antonio, where we have another uh, brick and mortar out there, which is phenomenal with the warehouse. I mean, we have customers in Canada, you know? So to me, it's like, wow, you know, the the progress doesn't stop, no matter with a success. Where I've, I've noticed that at the end of the day, and, and it goes to, you know, my core values, is we're here to help. We're here to help people grow our community, I mean, would you agree? Absolutely. I mean, um, I think it's 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 fun because you're really able to help. Yeah. You know, there's there's people and districts and customers and, and whatever it is. It doesn't matter whether you're in healthcare, whether you're a K to twelve, higher ed, county, municipality. Everybody needs the latest technology. Everybody, right. every and everybody is very welcoming when you you service your product. I think it all comes down to service, right? It's like, you know, we learned this very early on and in, in, in when we were running the company, when I started running, my dad made it very simple. Hey, don't sell it if you can't service it. So I think service and availability to the customers is what makes us at the end of the day. I think we're able to service it. And I think everybody understands that, hey, there's gonna, there's comes a point where there's going to be a big issue and you need it taken care of ASAP Mm -hmm. and you can count on us. I think that makes them feel good in a sense. Absolutely. I mean, I get customer text messages with pictures of our vehicles (laughs) and they're all over the place, whether it's Roma or heading out to Corpus. I mean, it's so, it's so interesting for me to, to see our customers capturing photos to say, look, you're here when we need you. And that speaks volumes to your point, because 
if you're here to sell something and you want to be a local presence, you have to be there to support. Uh, and it can be as mundane and simple as, okay, do we have power <laughs> to something a little more complicated and complex. Uh, but, you know, I, I do, I do uh, find it fascinating to, to learn about, you know, the outreach of customers that we have that are quite diverse. Like you, you said, banking industry, healthcare, schools, city municipalities. I mean, just looking out here, um, driving back from, from Corpus the other day, I saw the courthouse. Yeah. Wow. It's fantastic. We're almost done. We're almost done. We're almost done. The team seems so excited and, and thrilled to highlight the capabilities that we offer that maybe some of our customers are not aware of. So um, is there anything you care to share about that project? Because I know it's been a long... It's been a long project. Um, at the, you know, we're ready to get out, but at the same time, it's one of those sad moments because, you know, you're leaving a great project. That, that project was a huge showcase of what we can possibly do, right? What the technology has evolved to today. I mean, from the AV systems to all the courthouse, I mean, everybody might just see panels and displays and whatnot, but the whole head end infrastructure and programming and everything that goes into it is, is phenomenal. If you ask me, it's the state of the art. Absolutely. They did great to their, down to their infrastructure, their network infrastructure. They did a great job with the choice that they ran the engineers that they had on, on both parts of it, right? They had um, the engineers that they had for the infrastructure and the engineers that they have for the AV did a great job. You know, um, a lot of the times you see there's a disconnect between the project and what the owner wants. I think the engineers here did a great job getting with the county and understanding what they wanted and what they were trying to accomplish and where they were trying to go with this. And you know, it puts a it, it puts a big smile on everybody's face, right? Because sometimes we get caught in the middle. And we have to basically say, hey, we're just installing what was designed. Right. You know, we weren't part of the original conversation. So, exactly. you know, sometimes we get in that little sticky moment. It there. can be, yeah. but it's all But manageable. this one was a success. Good. This one was good. Yeah, no, it's 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 looking like it's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to see the end result. Uh, and, I mean, truly seeing our, our technicians out there working day in, day out, making sure that it's all done to the specificity uh, and and at holding the needs of of the county courthouse for what it's going to be used for. Now, turning that into, you know, what we've experienced in recent years with the pandemic, you know, a lot of of our customers requiring to go completely remote. What kind of solutions have you noticed uh, really taking precedence because of the pandemic here in the valley? I mean, if you really think about it, our our company's core is basically almost a full support of going remote, right? We are the infrastructure guys. We are the AV guys. We are the network guys. We are able to provide you the solutions. So, I mean, I, I, I think it went it went um, a little out of control there for a while. You know, everybody wanted to go remote. Everybody wanted to do Zoom meetings or team meetings or whatnot. Everybody's platform started going, you know, but I think um, everything that, that supports that is infrastructure. Right. 
So that's what really took off is the infrastructure to be able to support that. You know what I mean? Because whether you use Teams, Zoom, whatever it is, it's still a it's a software based uh, solution. But the infrastructure that takes place is what's what's available, what made it available. Right. At the end of the day, the network infrastructure needs to be solid in order for all of the IoT solutions to function optimally. Would you agree? Correct. Absolutely. You're as good as your infrastructure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So if you had if you had any advice to give your younger self. My younger self. <laughs> that's a hard one. That, yeah, that's a hard one. Just because I would like to tell my younger self to work harder or work longer. But I really did. And you do. You know, so... I mean, how much is longer? How much is harder, right? Um, um, I could probably, if I had an advice to tell myself, you know, when um, I would say maybe I would have loved to have started what I'm, what I started earlier. You know, I I really didn't um, take the path of working for Telepro or you know doing what we're doing until I was coming out of college for whatever reason. And it just, you know, it, it dawned on me a little bit. And I said, you know what? I think this is a great industry. I think it's a, an industry that's going to evolve. Yeah. And it's going to take youth in order to evolve with it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important. And I think that's, I would have liked to have started earlier, but, you know, things happen <laughs> for a reason. Things happen for a reason. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, the evolution has been fast paced. And, and keeping up, like I said, with all of the technology advances, making sure our team is getting the proper certifications and trainings and education and, and providing that support is vital, especially with the solutions we're bringing down, you know, to our territory, our area, so that our customers don't have to seek out, uh, you know, solutions outside of the state because we want to support them. We're here. We're present. Um, as far as we have Telepro, we have Safeguard, we have Empower. What do these three companies have in common and how do they differ? They have me in common now. <laughs> You're the common denominator. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think the one thing that they all have in common and the connection between them all and what I've tried to do with every single individual company was technology. You know, if... Um, for example, Telepro speaks for itself. It has the infrastructure, it's technology, fiber, et cetera, et cetera. But from there, we built um, Safeguard Fire and Security, where you have a fire alarm, you have security, you have um, video surveillance, you have the, these these other industries that are completely, they can be independent, they can be analog, they can be simple, or you can implement very high technology to provide a good solution, great solution, right? So. Um, from fiber to cameras or fiber to connect your fire alarm panels, you know, interconnect all your panels um, to, you know, access control and being able to to, um, for example, we have a customer being able to monitor the entire the entire state of Texas or all their all their schools from one headquarter, you know, location. I mean, those those are where you start implementing technology. And and for example, Empower is an, uh, an electrical distribution. So you say, how do you how do you tie technology to electrical distributing? Well, the way you tie it is being able to provide customers ETAs, uh, tracking, 
information, but live, right? And it's something, it's a service that we're providing and we're trying to tie the technology into it. So, you know, just trying to do little things different so we can provide a good service to the customer at the end of the day. Right. It's again, it's really all about the manageability of all of these technologies to make sure that it's, you know, sourced out of one solution for ease of use for, you know, if it's, um, if it's a school district and they need to lock down, you know, certain schools within a certain vicinity, the controls are within one manageable solution. Um, if, if, you know, certain customers need that kind of support, right? So that's amazing. I think um, at the end of the day, all of these companies help support one another actually in, in making sure that our customers can receive a full fledge of solutions with, with one you know, one integrator, one integrator. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's been probably the most appealing thing to, you know, one customers, of course. Right. But also to contractors in a sense is that we're able to provide a very high level skilled um, technologies that are being implemented across the state of Texas, in a sense. And they have one person that's responsible for it. I think that's been a, it's been a challenge because there's so many verticals one the amount of verticals that there is and the technology you know skill level that is required so it's it really required us to to build a great team you know from the fundamentals down to the implementation the whole nine yards so it's it's been a it's been a challenge but it's been very rewarding to say the least yeah because you build it from the ground up i mean you're only as strong as your network infrastructure once that's established everything else will thrive because you know it's a solid solution and the manufacturers that we support and carry are you know solid i mean the best we can vouch for them and, and i know you can vouch for us yeah yeah we take pride on the manufacturers we we provide we will not implement solutions that i would not implement in my own facility and it's you keep it simple like that right it's we we provide the best solutions in the industry and that's what we're known for so where do you see the industry going in the next 10 to 20 years? That's an interesting question. I mean, I think uh, just how much is it's evolved in the last 10 years, I can I couldn't even wrap my head around where it's going. I'm going to be honest with you. It's just technology is flying. I mean, years, you know, and I love it. It's um, I couldn't tell you. I mean, look, we're about to go into we're in already going from fuel to electric cars, you know, that's all technology. I mean, if I think in the next 10 years, we'll definitely not have to be driving anymore and just have a car being, you know, delivering or taking you to wherever you need to go. Um, but in regards to technology, I mean, faster, always everything in technology is getting faster, getting smaller, getting lighter, getting better view, better uh, uh, visibility, you know, just live. You and know, smarter. So, and smarter. So, but that's actually very interesting where this will all go, right? And, and the difference of every technology. I mean, if you think about it, right now we're running you know, we're going from a 10 gig backbone that, you know, most districts and customers are going on a 10 gig backbone, which is your fiber optic to now they're pushing 40 to 100. Well, that's crazy. That's fast. That's a lot. You know, um, it, it's just 
I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, cameras, I can only imagine where they're going, right? With, with these cameras and lenses and views and, you know, just things of that nature. Um, but I think really, I, I think, the, you know, like with technology, like I was mentioning earlier, how it all evolves, it's faster, better, clearer, smaller, lighter, you know, so. Yeah. I, I mean, it's been, it's phenomenal, especially to see, you know, just in our backyards at Boca Chica, we've got SpaceX, mm-hmm. you know, who would have ever thought that we'd have rocket ships leaving our area? Yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, we had the pleasure of doing all their fiber splices and infrastructure for this. So that was actually one of a, a very, um, interesting project for us in a sense of, you know, and the services that we still provide for them is all the fiber splices and stuff. And they're very particular on the decimals on the fiber splice that takes it because they want that splice as clean as possible. So they're very, they're, um, they clearly understand technology. They clearly understand the importance of getting the job done right. Um, and we have the technicians and the tools to do that. Yeah. (laughs) it's uh it's uh but that is crazy we got we got rockets you know you know launching out of here that's crazy i mean it's phenomenal again just understanding the possibilities for our youth for for young adults coming in to what do i what career path do want do i want to choose you know uh i think it has evolved in, in not just being into the legal or medical field but it Technology. Technology is everything. It makes the world go round. It really does. It connects people. So, yeah, I think think technology is just one of the biggest needs Mm -hmm. today, right? Mm -hmm. It's just the biggest demand that's happening today is is the need to be connected, the need for speed, the need for visibility, the need to be able to remote. I mean, it's just, it's not, you know, I think at one point there was a, it, it was almost a want or mm-hmm. people that, you know what I mean? Because it luxury, wasn't available. Almost it was like a luxury. A luxury. Yeah. Now it's just absolute need. It's so I think that's what has changed it. And I think, and you start seeing the industry and the kids also from becoming, like you said, you know, they're going to school and they want to be lawyers or doctors or, you know, nurses or whatever the case is, which are all great professions, right? But you're starting to see the evolve also from kids now wanting to learn technology, now wanting to know how to do the infrastructure cabling or how to do all the different programmings, you know, within the, with, within the technology world, which is, it's, it's good. It's, it's good great. to see that. It Absolutely. Is. I mean, at the end of the day, every industry, whether it's legal, medical, you know, uh, government, they all rely on the internet. They all rely on smart devices to either educate them to, perform surgical procedures, you know, laparoscopically uh, to review uh, medical documentations from someone that may be from another country. We can instantaneously provide them that with the right connectivity. So, you know, at the end of the day, technology through the evolution has really provided us a, a, a greater span to support, to help our students learn, like, you know, through these times of the pandemic, kids having to learn remote, kids having to figure out, you know, ways to communicate with one another without being present either with their teachers or whomever. 
therapists, you know, therapists are now providing supports remotely. Doctor visits are now done remotely. So a lot has to be said for a solid network, which is what, you know, we provide. And, um, you know, what's your take on all of that? I love it. It's a good thing and a bad thing, right? But it's a really a positive thing at the end of the day. It's just the ability to connect, the ability to um, to do these things is almost leads to no excuse of a no, right? Or why it didn't happen. And, and a perfect example, right? When we used to, way back when in the day, when people were building schools or whatnot, right? Um, the way they would turn in their proposals to contractors, they would have to hand deliver them. Right. So, I remember I that. mean, imagine, <laughs> imagine that you have five contractors that are bidding the job and you have to hand deliver five proposals to each, you know, for each individual contractor. One, now the contractor's receiving tons of proposals, right? Hand delivered. So then here came the facts. Then, you know, it's evolving a little bit. Now, here's the Internet. So how did that help? I mean, if you really think about it, they used to build five schools a year. Now they build. I mean, it's unstoppable. You know, construction is the demand for construction for schools, for municipalities, for courthouses, for airports, for everything. It's just rapid growth. It's it's evolved. It's helped out the 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 entire, you know, like the entire United States, in a sense, of being able to move at a speed. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Right. I mean, finding the right resources, finding the right materials, being able to not have to travel to those locations. Um, you know, you can clearly communicate review the inventories and and have your solutions ready and prepared to deploy to execute on to build what have you in a much uh, faster uh, way which is which is great when it comes to inspirations what do you find to be inspirational to you what keeps you going every day winning winning yeah (laughs) i like to win um that's my biggest inspiration i i like to win but i hate to lose more than i like to win so you know, um, but winning. I'm a very competitive person. I like to build my best teams. I like to be more prepared than others. I like to work harder than us, than others. I will do everything I have to do to win. I will prepare my team, myself, my everybody to be able to perform at a certain level, yep. one, and win at the end of the day. Yeah, no, That's probably I, my biggest inspiration. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see it. I yeah. see it every day. I mean, we are really, you know, beating up our manufacturers, getting the right discounts, making sure that, you know, if there's a better solution at the end of the day, you know, and we can bring it down. Getting the customer to pay the right price yeah. for the right service, yeah. you know, and that's that's what, you know, being in front of the opportunity and in front of the customer's needs and wants, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, being able to provide the solutions to the customer, being able to bring the technology down mm-hmm. and showcase it and be there and present it and be there first and in a sense, and also be able to implement it and service it at a certain standard, you know, at a standard that is expected. So, right. you you know, to me is like I like to set the expectation level very high mm-hmm. so people have to meet it. If, you know, you know, people a customer should not have low expectations of service or low expectations of quality installs 
or, you know, people that um, they have to deal with. At the end of the day, they have to deal with people that want to do their business, want to help them out, want to be the best in the industry. Exactly. And and I see that, you know, I see, you know, the teams going out for trainings. I see the level of supports that, you know, and the growth within our company to help provide the right supports that our customers need, that our team needs to ensure that we're responsive, that we're reliable, to make sure that, you know, we're meeting the demands because customer expectations and customer experience at the end of the day is everything. Yes. It, every company, I think when you're doing, you're having such a rapid growth, there's growing pains, right? Mm -hmm. There's always, we, we cannot hire enough technicians and skilled technicians or train them fast enough, but we continue to evolve our own guys and we understand the, the end game, the vision, what we're trying to accomplish and where we're trying to be, right? But, mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of the times, you know, perfect examples like the security industry right now, it's on fire. Everybody wants their solutions today. Yeah. You know, fortunately, we have to stay very loyal to the customers that have been loyal to us as well. So what we're doing is we, we're, we're here to help everybody. Yeah. But, you know, there's we can't get to... 50 districts at the same time right. it's impossible right. mathematically impossible so you know it's 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 just one of those things it's growing pains i wish i could get to everybody at the same time but i think communication with the customer and being able to explain this to them you know especially like for example delay of materials or you know just projects that are lined up that you know that have hit the books before theirs or whatever the case is and try to help everybody out. But I think communication is key. It I mean, is. Yeah. Especially with, you know, what the whole world is experiencing right now, supply chain issues. I mean, that's hit every industry. I mean, school districts are telling me I can't even get paper. So it's no surprise if my cameras aren't here yet. Yeah. <laughs> are you noticing that as well? I mean, I know we have, but what, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, I don't know. Surely. I, I hope it gets better. I mean, we try to prepare ourselves yes. as much as we can. We go and we buy tons of product, fiber, put in orders of, of uh, uh, fire alarm panels and cameras and things. But sometimes these products are very specific to a certain atmosphere or environment or whatever the case might be, right? Um so it's really hard to apply them to certain people, you know, when it doesn't, it's not the right fit, right? right. But um, I hope it gets better. I, I hope so too. I mean, you know, yeah. and, and you know, a lot of our customers, specifically in the, you know, state, local government agency, school districts, they don't have the time to get the three bids. And I mean, I know we have contracts. Tell me about the contracts that we have to support districts to make, you know, uh, I guess a, a faster decision on on procuring some of their their items that they need, whether it's physical security or cabling for new buildings. What are some of the contracts? Well, these we contracts have? are just co-op contracts, right? That you know, in specific, just uh, allow a district or municipality or a state entity to be able to purchase something from us that that guarantees them their maximize their maximum discount. So that's what these contracts are there for. But it also helps them speed up the process and the availability of getting their work done faster. So that I think that's where it's coming down to is, you know, a lot, and a lot of these customers and a lot of customers are now choosing 
who they want to do business with in a sense of service because you can go and get you know people to price out everything and if the service doesn't come with it if the quality of the install doesn't come with it if um if uh the communication between the customer and the contractor does not come with it i mean what are you really buying right so um that that's what these contractor uh, these contracts give is availability for people to choose where they want to go and what they want to do and fortunately for us in technology quality and service are the top two items that that customers are looking for and we're able to provide that so it's helped us a ton you know and you know one of the things that i tell uh, manufacturers and and people that we sell products for you know it's give me the products that are available today you know, the customer needs it. So let's give them a solution that's available today and not six months from now. Right. Something that we can execute on, implement and deliver, you know, in a timely fashion, especially, you know, with the demands of um, physical security post Uvalde, you know, being a former school educator, administrator, locking down my campus and it wasn't a drill is the worst feeling in the world. What are some of the solutions that we've been implementing to help support school districts? We've there's been a lot of districts that have been very proactive before Uvalde, and and it's unfortunate to say that sometimes you know as human beings we learn after we react to things that happen, right? But there's been a lot of districts that have been very proactive throughout the years of being um, of having secured campuses, secured. Um, districts or whatnot. One of the biggest things that that you see today, and it's one of the things that has to be almost mandatory, right? It's a secured entrance. It's a secured um, school. Is it the is the gate secured? Is the front entrance secured? Is there a way for some an intruder to enter the building? You know, and so it's all around the video uh, access control and you know your front door intercom system. Um, that's one of the biggest things, video surveillance. Video surveillance is key, but now video surveillance has evolved. Mm-hmm. So today what video surveillance can do is you can put a speaker next to a camera and if there's an intruder at a certain place, it can that camera will send a message to the speaker, an automated message, and, and let them know that someone's seeing them or let them know to please remove themselves from that area or whatever the case is. So it's just the evolve, right? Like you got to continue to... To do that, I mean, you know, right now districts and everybody, not only districts, cities, municipalities, everybody is, um, you know, big on security. Yeah, it's a heightened sense of alert to ensure the security um, and, you know, giving everyone a, a good sense of that they're peace at peace, knowing that should a lockdown need to happen, it can happen through automation, through smart solutions. Uh, with the right team to ensure the integration of all of these systems are being managed through one panel. So if it's the PD for, you know, a a, a city, a district, or the security um, team at a hospital, they can execute the procedures and the protocols to avoid mass, you know, losses at at least but you know i think that has been the most fascinating part is is knowing that some cameras have the sophistication to get those alerts out and not requiring an individual to press a button to make an announcement it's automated 
with the right programming, of course. Correct. I think that's that's been our our biggest focus right now is the education on on our customers and and everybody there. That's why we do what we do, and we try to you know do podcasts and we try to do you know just alert everybody in the public and and whether you're a private business, whether you're a school, you're anything it is, you know, education is key and understanding what is really out there, what you can do and how you can secure your building, you know, because at, at this at this point in time, it's not only schools, it's Walmarts, it's uh, malls, it's et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the reaction towards, you know, stopping that person has to be quicker, something has to happen. And, you know, the way I see it is, it's really simple. It's, you know, would you put your own kids in that situation, in that school that's not secured, in that building that doesn't have fire alarm or doesn't work or whatever the case well, is? That Absolutely arena, not. you know, that sports arena, you know, yeah. all of these, these are, uh, you know, different places where people meet, whether it's church, um, you know, whether it's a football stadium, you know, it's important that, you know, we are educating our clients in helping them understand what are the solutions that can help provide some protection, the most protection for alertness, awareness, for immediate action. Um, and and I, I, I do see the value, as, as you know, we've, we've partnered up for over five years now. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't necessarily in this role, but, you know, I, I always sought Telepro to assist with, you know, the solutions that my companies never had. So, um, you know, this partnership that, that we've developed, I think, has been phenomenal and in, in not only the opportunity, but also in understanding what other capabilities that that Telepro offers with um, with some of the solutions that I, you know, did not have so much of an involvement in because that was your end. Uh, but now we've jumped into a whole other uh, spectrum of solutions. So our partnerships that we now have in the IT arena with Cisco and Dell, Fortinet, you know, um, it's it's been quite fast paced. Very well, I think that was one of the missing links that we had that connected everything together. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is, we, you know, like you said, that we do everything. We were doing everything. We were still doing on on a net, that one piece on the network side of things is what drives everything. So it's important that our, our partnerships with Cisco, Aruba, HP, Dell, et cetera, are, you know, these are, these are the leading um, vendors or the leading manufacturers in the industry. So it's important that we that we partner with these guys and we tie the, tie it all together because all of our customers, everybody that we're doing business with, whether it's construction or whatever the case might be, everybody, we're running the infrastructure, we're connecting the cameras, we're doing, we need to make sure that their backbone, that their infrastructure their head-end system is up to par as well, right? So right. there's nothing there's nothing better than being able to provide an end-to-end -end solution. One-stop shop. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the engineers that you work with and um, architects, how does that relationship help support our customers? Education. Yeah. Education. I think uh, engineers are... You know, a lot of these engineers, most of these engineers are very, very smart. So my job that I've taken a big role, like I was mentioning earlier, is that I've 
taking a big role on education. It's bringing the technology down to see these engineers, to know about what's happening, what's the latest and greatest, how, how, what, how did this change and why? Right. And how will this help the customer, right? Because it's education, because they're the ones that are meeting with the end users mm-hmm. at the end of the day, and they're able to provide solutions to them or educate now their customer of what's happening in the industry, why it's changed. Why did we go from, from one gig to 10 gig to 40 gig? Why is it moving? You know what I mean? What's happening in the, in the industry? So I think for them, it's very important because they're being hired by the end user to design solutions and, you know, for them not to be able to design the latest solution. I think it's a little, you know, um, it's not very good, right? right? Because there's there's already the technologies are evolving. So yep. there's no point in putting yesterday's technology when today's exists. Exactly. So yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So tell me, what sets you apart from all of the other companies that provide solutions like yours? I think there's a lot of companies that provide good solutions. I you know, by by all means, I think there's companies out there that, you know, are that provide solutions but i think a lot of these companies um have one thing that they do really good and you know one of the interesting things is that you know i get asked a lot so what do you do best right Mm -hmm. is it cabling is it fire is it security is it access control what are you best at Mm -hmm. and that's a very difficult question for me because i really think that i have the best at every team yeah. Every single vertical, every single one of them, I, I couldn't say that I do cabling better than I do AV because my AV department is phenomenal, right? Top but notch. I can't mm-hmm. say that I do cabling better than fire because my fire alarm um, install team is top. I mean, they get it done. Meet right? the standards, surpass them. Yeah, from engineering down to the install to the operations, the whole nine yards. And security is security. We're, you know, I feel like we're the best. Yeah. So it's a really hard topic. I think. What sets us apart one from the other is I think that we hold the best technology, we service the customer the best, and we've been probably doing it the longest. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of people that are jumping into the industry because they see it's hot, right? But we've been doing it. There's a big difference between somebody that just started it or somebody that's rolling into it versus somebody that's been doing it. Right, right. And has seen the evolution of the uh, of the the technologies evolve and grow and and understand like when we go into a customer they may have the legacy equipment and we understand their pain points because we've experienced what it needs to take to get them to the next step and what the budgetary constraints may involve as well and we're willing to provide that consultative approach in helping them provide you know a a, a growth plan a a a procedure to ensure that at the end of the day, we're going to get them the best solution. We're going to be there to support it. And we're here to take care of them. Yeah, we see it from different angles, right? Because yeah. we've been there and we understand what their needs are, what their constraints are, what they're trying to do, right? right. And as long as we understand their vision of where they're trying to take it, and it's just a path, right? It's building a, a, a plan to get them there. Exactly. Jesse, thank you so much for your time. I know how busy you are. Uh, really do appreciate the opportunity to, to reach out and, and, and talk more about Telepro and hearing more about your, your story. I appreciate you sharing. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share, and give us a review. Thank you for stopping by and listening to Talking Pro. 
with yours truly, Norma Vareda, Account Executive for Telepro Communications, your IT systems integrator.